Hi and welcome to the second segment of the Amateur Economist podcast. From now onwards we will be covering some financial topics that have been low key but have impacted our society significantly over a period of time. So to begin with I will be talking about self-help groups in India. This topic really intrigued me as a student. But what are these self-help groups? Self-help groups or SHGs are informal associations of people who choose to come together to find ways to improve their living conditions. It can be defined as a self-governed, peer-controlled information group of people with similar socio-economic background and having a desire to collectively perform common purpose. Think of it this way. There are a few women who are living in a rural area. One of them discovers the fact that something like a self-help group exists. She gets her friend and then she tells another friend from some other village to get her friends as well. There's supposed to be a maximum of 12 to 13 people, 12 to 13 women in one particular group, and none of the same family members can be can actually be a part of this group. Members regularly save up in order to start lending once the group collects enough money. Often from a homogeneous economic and social background they have the common goal to pool their resources in order to fund common or individual projects ensuring financial stability and repayment projects like these include a uh, marriage of their children or education this kind of solidarity lending was often triggered by ngos organizing poor communities in rural areas of india triggering social and financial support This microfinance and self-managed model is the first step to financial inclusion through the participation of the community. One important point of the SHGs is the fact that they not only provide social support to the underprivileged society, but they also play a major role in improving their social and political lives. According to the State Bank of India, more than 91% of SHGs members are women. In 20 years, 100 million rural women have been taking part in SHGs, a very successful tool for empowerment. In 1998, NABARD started linking some of these groups with banks so that they can borrow from banks once they gathered a base of their own capital. The best part of being a pa- uh, being in a self-help group was that you could actually take big loans from banks and the banks did not ask for collateral. Through the self-help group linkage program NABARD provided financial services to more than a third of rural India by connecting a million SHGs in 10 years. More than 30,000 bank branches and some 5,000 NGOs participated in this immense project. The impact of SHGs on poverty is enormous and shows the huge potential on the bank of banking on the most underprivileged population. By such recognition from the banking sector and being so much on the rise, SHGs moved in 2008 from consumption credit based to production credit based. What makes the microfinance movement in India unique is the active involvement of formal financial institution in providing essential financial services to the poor by establishing links with informal groups as clients. These institutions have supported for uh, the self-help group innovated and initiated by the same NABARD by providing microcredit to and encourage the habit of making small savings among the financially deprived. Now if you think about it there are over 2000 banks which are termed as the small rural banking firms. These firms <coughs> promote self-help groups and they also promote women to join such self-help groups. it is easier for them to receive credit for their own personal needs and the best part being that they will be contributing their own money rather than the bo- bo- uh, borrowed money from their husbands
the SHG scheme is not just a mechanism of financial intermediation, but also a unique process of socio-economic engineering. The members of each SHG are given the opportunity to participate as equals in deciding the future course of action to achieve their desired objectives. There's no leader and member. Each and every one of them are leaders in such a self-help group. Along with increasing financial access, the SHG movement also supports women empowerment and furthers other developmental goals related to education, health, family planning and access to land and water. Along with this, when women come together, they can stand up for themselves. They can actually fight against various uh, policies that have been used in rural India. Stuff like dowry as well as sometimes uh, whatever issues they go through at their own personal home. Women together are much stronger than women alone and everyone knows that. That is why self-help groups play such a major role in building the economy. It's the future of developing countries like India.